Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Chris Kerber and John Kelly did a sensational job of emceeing the Blues Hall of Fame induction on Friday night. And the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN, Chris Kerber, joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Kerbs, good morning and congratulations on an entire evening that I thought was spectacularly produced. Caruso, Trevor. Yep. There you go. We got you. I think they just clicked me on there. Yep. Uh, hey, thanks, Randy. Uh, you know, Mike Caruso, Trevor Nickerson, Randy Gersh, their, their entire teams and crews that uh, spent uh, months and months and, frankly, a couple, a couple years planning that thing. And it, uh, it was so neat and a privilege to be a part of, uh, to, to walk through some Blues history like that, wasn't it? Was, it, it was quite a show. And there, there are so many entertaining people. And for 89-year-old Scotty Bowman to be as sharp as he is and have the memory that he has and the detail that he has with his stories, and yes, the stories went long, but he's 89 years old and he's sharp as a tack, so that's going to happen. But, man, I was so impressed by Scotty the other night. He he told the one story, and, and at one point in time, you're just amazed with the detail that was coming out. I mean, he was basically, he took over the team after 16 games, Remember that first year, Lynn Patrick was actually the first coach of the Blues, coached the first 16 games, and then Scotty took over from there. And, uh, and and the Blues were actually the first team to have a second coach on the bench, and that that was that happened in 67-68. Scotty would kind of handle the defense side of things. And he kept – he was going on – so at one point I'm like, man, I forgot what the question was. <laughs> you know, like, I literally did. Because that, now, because when, when you're emceeing that thing, you're tuned in, we had an IAB because the thing was being uh, televised on the Bally Sports app, and uh, and and you're you're watching everybody's reaction. So and you know at one point someone's like, you know, how long is he going to go? And you're just like, I don't know, but the detail that he's remembering something that this is the winningest coach in the history of the game. And we were talking basically about like game number sixty three. And he remembered it like, I mean, the, the way golfers describe, you know, entire holes yeah. in tournaments 40 years ago. Like, it's just amazing. Hey, Curbs, when you're in those rooms with, with those guys, legends, normally there are many stories being told. Were there any stories that you learned over this weekend that maybe you hadn't known or, or had never heard? Well, some of the ones from, from Scotty, yeah, but just, for example, how, you know, the the trade, uh, the, the trade that brought Red Berenson and Barkley Plager to the St. Louis Blues to get both of those guys in one trade 
you know, was was quite an impressive one. You know, Scotty was in the office the day before or earlier in the day and, and talked to our entire organization. And when he first saw a picture of, of Barkley Plager, he just said, he said, man, that guy was tough. I had him in Peterborough and, and he just described some things. And that that, that was the kind of stuff, uh, Kerry, that really just jumped off the page at you. It, you know, and, and when when you get a chance to talk to all of them, you know, and, and this includes just, you know, Brett Hull, Al McInnes, you know, even, even the more recent ones, they just, they talk about the fan base in this town and just how, how great it made it to play. Because most of those guys, actually, now that I, you know, I really think about it, all of those guys, you know, played on some, some pretty good winning teams, you know, some teams that, that, that had a chance you had, you know, the, the retired number guys, you know, had you know, basically all those guys were part of the early 2000 team, you know, or what Brett Hall did when Brett Hall was here. Bernie Federico had that early 80s team that he was on. Plus, he was the Bernie, he was the part of the group that started the the 25 year consecutive run to the playoffs. Right. You know, the early groups uh, were part of the the three straight trips to the Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, there was a there was a lot of winning going on with those guys. Even though you know, I, I realize none of them actually won the Stanley Cup in those eras, but uh, you know, some puck luck, I think, got in the way of some of that stuff. But, I mean, really some some great areas of hockey. Curbs, let's touch on the 2022-2023 edition of the Blues. No surprise that they fell to Tampa Bay on Saturday night. Tampa Bay is still elite. But the the standings are so mercurial, and now we sit here with the Blues looking up at a six-point deficit to get into the playoffs. They really need to go on a run, and we're going to find out what they're capable of uh, here in the next four games on this homestand, but this short stretch ahead of them really is going to tell whether or not they're a playoff team or not. Uh, It it really is. Uh, They haven't really shown that they are yet. They've shown that they could be knocking on the door. I mean, that's there's just the black and white reality of what we're seeing. I mean, you've got to, you you kind of got to go to the old Dennis Green here, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know right. don't you? Or or or, or uh, you know, we are what they thought we said they are, or something like that. <laughs> or you know, the uh, was was it Bill Parcells helped me out or that you know you are, uh, your your record they, says you they, are, yep, you are what your record says you are, and and you know, and and that's what it is. Look, I know you're not surprised that you lose to Tampa Bay in the game. But there's just some things you're seeing in the team game that, that make you scratch your head, makes the coaches scratch their head. You know, plays where you're the fastest guy on your team has got a five-foot lead racing for a puck in the offensive zone that just stops skating and and gives and what, and what could have been a potential chance at the net turned, turned into a scoring chance on the other end of the ice because of a line change. Like, there are just things like that, and, Man, I, I, the only thing I keep going to is it's growing pains, and you're seeing a real good idea of what type of growing pains you're going to go through for a little while when you don't have the veteran guys like O'Reilly and Tarasenko and Krug and, you know, for a few games in there, letting when you don't have veteran players in the lineup. Now, now, having said that, you know, if you go back and you look at those goals against Tampa Bay, Justin Falk was on the ice, you know, for, for three of them. And and it was uh, and three of them were were his guy, or the guy the least he was marking right there. Like so, it, when things are clicking on one end, then it, it it just hasn't come together yet, Randy. For some reason, as an entire team through the first half of the season, and we've started the second half. So you're absolutely right. I mean, the, these next four games are going to be are going to be mammoth. To the end of this month, I think is going to be really key. 
and uh, and they've got to find a way to put it together. But it, but it's simply going to mean it's simply going to mean guys have to come ready to play and play the right way, or it just won't happen. By the way, the schedule that Curbs refers to the rest of this month: Ottawa tonight here at home, then Nashville, Chicago, Buffalo here at home, at Arizona, at Colorado, at Winnipeg, all winnable games. Hey, Curbs, are you surprised that Vladdy is back on the ice uh, practicing already and, and maybe returning pretty soon? No, dang it. I'm glad to see it. Now, I, I was surprised, Gary, uh, from the standpoint of, you know, they, they talked about his week, his injury being a four-week injury. And uh, we're, you know, if he, he won't come back tonight, but let's say he comes back sometime on this homestand. If it's, if it's Saturday against Chicago, you know, that's at the end of three weeks. So, I mean, I, that that you could see, but... Yeah, they need to. They they just need to get a couple of these guys back in the lineup if, if they're going to you know make some hay this year. They're not they're not deep enough to handle losing that many top guys. Frankly, very few teams in the National Hockey League are, and they're not experienced enough with the next wave and the next core coming into the Blues. I, I think to consistently give you the kind of game you're going to need to win and climb back in it. But as Randy started off and saying, you know. You beat you beat Calgary that first game in overtime. If if on Thursday night you'd beaten Calgary, you're tied. You know you're tied for the top wild card spot. Here it is a few days later, and as Randy said, you're six points out looking up. I mean that's a that, that's how quickly it could it can swing on you. Hey, Curtis, you talked about the style of play, and and for me, when I'm watching them, it seems like there's a, a need for a little bit more grit. Maybe a, a tough guy that you know it doesn't allow. Uh, his teammates or himself to be pushed around. Do, does this team have that, or, or is there a way for them to find that type of player and go get that type of guy? This team needs somebody like that to some degree. But, and whether it's, it's it's not tough guy in the old school way yeah, of looking yeah. at it, but it is the, the they need they need some kind of level of energy getter in there. And uh, um, and and I think a veteran guy. And honestly, no, they haven't had they haven't had it since they didn't re-sign Pat Maroon. I, I think there's definitely been a characteristic that's been missing since he left that, that he brought a little bit of that swagger. You know, there's nobody really to bark down the bench and, and you know, and make something happen. But, you know, the other thing that, that we saw, guys, I, I think, and it really showed its reared its head in that Tampa Bay game. Tampa Bay has got some good skill and some good depth, but you could see them playing that team style of game. The Blues don't play that team style of game right now. You've got three different lines, four different lines, really, but I'll, I'll at least lump lines three and four in the same way that seem to be playing three different styles of hockey. You've got uh, you've got a very, right now, it appears to be a one-dimensional line and a rush line with Thomas Cairo and Butch Navich. It's getting into the zone, and then they're chasing it back out if they don't get that one chance. They haven't found a way that line to extend you know, zone time. You've got the Shen line that gets it in. They try to extend the zone time. Maybe don't get the puck to the net quite as much. And then you've got your energy on your, your next two lines in the last couple of games. I think your fourth line's probably been your best line. And so uh, until they – and the problem with that is it's not lending to enough predictability in the game uh, to where, you know, one line's coming on knowing exactly where – you know, you're not leaving that next line in a better spot. And it, and it really is hard to get momentum going in there. So – um, that, that, that's what I really, you know, think you see. And, and as you're getting 19, 20 minutes now for Thomas and Kairou's line with those other guys out, that line's getting the top key defensive matchups. That line's getting the top key forward matchups. And, and that line's get those guys are getting some experience that they have not had before. And you have to go through those growing pains to learn and grow from that. 
And when that happens, you're going to see some of these really good games and then some of these games that dip into the valley. And that's that's actually quite normal. Hey, Curbs, one last thing before we let you go. And I want to circle back to the Hall of Fame induction, which will be shown on Bally pretty soon. I don't know if we have a d- definite date for when the Hall of Fame. Okay. But one of my favorite things was Brett Hull's story about how when he first gets to the Red Wings, he goes into Scotty Bowman's office just to sit around and, and cut it up and, and chat with Scotty. And then he says, yeah, we got the game coming up. I got to go out and put my stuff on and get ready for the game. He goes out to the dressing room, sits down, and a guy says, you were just in talking to coach? And Holly said, well, yeah, he's, he's the coach. The guy said, I've been here 10 years, and I've never gone into the coach's <laughs> office and talked to him. <laughs> so classical. And, and Brett says, that's because he doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> classic, classic Holly. It was beautiful. And, uh, again, great job by you and J.K. and everybody involved. Congratulations to the Blues. And this will be a great annual event. Yeah, it's going to be something great. And Randy, if, for those that don't know, Randy's part of the committee that uh, they put together to help determine, you know, candidates and stuff for it. So it's really so well thought through and, and thought of. And, the, man, the, the, the guys just absolutely loved it. The season ticket holders loved it. We did a couple other events surrounding it. It was really, really a special weekend. So thank you very much for being a part of that, Randy. And, uh, hey, let's let's turn it around tonight. Let's get uh, let's keep Brady Kachuk and the Ottawa Senators intact and uh, finish this homestand off right. You got that right. Curbs, have a great day. Thank you. Okay, guys, have an awesome week. You too. That is the Voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN, the one and the only Chris Kerber.